Hey guys, Britt here. Welcome back to Young American. This is a conversation podcast. If you are a returning listener, thank you so much. Keep listening. Tell all your friends. If this is your first time, what you're going to hear is a bunch of friends just having a blast, telling some stories, and giving our take on life and all its oddities. If you're looking for more highbrow, intellectual, intelligent conversation, well, this may be where you turn it off. But who knows? Give it a try. You may like it, and you may come back. So... If you would like to join in the conversation, there's a few ways you can do that. You can follow us at Young American Pod on Twitter or Instagram. You can also email us at youngamericantalk at gmail.com. We've gotten a couple of emails, and we really appreciate you guys reaching out. This is episode number five, and we're really glad you're here, however you got here. This is Young American. Johnny, Hold on. ready? <laughs> hang on, hang on a second, girl. <coughs> <coughs> what is happening? We got croup at six I o'clock. We got croup at ten no, o'clock here. I took a salt and Vinny down the wrong pipe. Adults can't. Can you say that one more time? <clears throat> say what, officer? Somebody at uh, Wilmore Summer Rec got pulled over by a, an officer Penix. Was it when I crossed? When I crossed yes. the? Uh, yes. I drove you across your seatbelt. You were driving no, I, fifty feet from A to B. I was not even driving across a parking lot. I was driving from one parking spot to another parking spot right behind it without a parking. And, and I got a twenty dollar ticket. Yeah, officer. And it was on your birthday. It was on your birthday. It was on my birthday. Jesus. Officer Penix. I think he might have said it was Penix, but it's P E N I X. And I asked. I was like, "You're saying Penix? <laughs> Thanks for serving." <laughs> Who's the guy that uh, Robert shamed you for? Tooting his bass. Jake. So I, I can't remember what it, what meeting I went to, but I walked in and I was late, just like any like post college kid was. Jay had apparently just had foot surgery, and he was sitting right at the door like this, with his foot like this. And I walked in and went. <laughs> you you slapped it. Oh, dude. Smacked it like it was a high five. Like, wow. This is this is what I, and whoever it, the event had already started. So whoever it was was on stage was like talking, and I just went walked in. And I was like looking around, like where are my people? Oh, there's Jay. Smacked the shit out of his foot, and he just does this. <laughs> <laughs> so much pain. Was there any indicator? Was it casted, wrapped, nothing? Chris he, had didn't lar- care. <laughs> he had a large shoe on. One <laughs> like, of those polio shoes. He had like a hoka on. A no, size like, 18 a shoe. Huge platform shoe. <laughs> he did like the <laughs> polio shoe. <laughs> Hey, this is a really good intro to injuries, right? Yeah. Or best of quest, one or the other. Well, Choose your own adventure. I, I was like, oh, God, did I really? I, I don't know my own strength. And somebody grabbed me and goes, he just had surgery on that foot. I was just like, uh, I'm so sorry. He was like, he was kind of like closing his, his mouth. God he was like, <laughs> are you wearing a, are you wearing the scuba suit at this moment? <laughs> Two separate events, but he was closing his mouth. He was covering his mouth to like hide the 
absolute pain that he was in and then giving me the like brush off like the it's okay it's okay don't worry about it <laughs> off kid <laughs> <laughs> All right, what's up, everybody? Welcome back to Young American. Thank you guys so much for sticking with us. This is a conversation podcast, and it's the 27th best thing that's ever happened to Thailand. My name is Britt, and I've got my twin brother, Chris. Hello. Nathan. What's up? Andrew. Hey. And in Hotlanta, we've got What's going John. on? What's going on? All right, fellas. Summer is upon us, and do you guys? Have, does anybody have big summer plans, or like, are you guys traveling? Andrew's probably <laughs> Andrew's probably the only one that has anything interesting planned for the summer because he's a teacher. I mean, are you I'm, leaving? I'm traveling, but nobody wants to hear about. When that. are you leaving? It's just like nobody wants to hear about dreams. <laughs> no one wants to hear about your dream or part see your pictures. I stopped taking true. pictures because nobody wants to see your pictures from vacation. Yeah, I'm traveling. Andrew, you are the voice box of the common man's mind. No. I'm traveling, everyone. Mr. Denmark, didn't you wear a Jagermaster shirt in our <laughs> basketball? <laughs> yes, please, please explain yourself. Let's see, let me think about how this, without out. So I, I had a, um, when I student taught, I student taught mostly seniors, and they were, I mean, a pretty good group of kids, and they had a pickup basketball schedule, and before I retired from pickup basketball, they they were like, hey, you should come out, Mr. Denmark, and play. So I, I mean, the long story short is I, I played with them, and I, I don't remember this, but let's fast forward six years. One of those students that I had student taught is now a, is now in a graduate teaching program uh, to become a teacher himself, and he had to get some observation hours, and so he observed in my classroom, and we were just he was kind of reminiscing about the uh, him as a senior. He's like, yeah, it was really fun when you you know you you play pickup basketball, and I still think it's hilarious you wore that Jägermeister shirt. <laughs> To a pickup basketball, and I'm like, wait, what? Because yeah, we it was just it was really funny. You decided to wear a you chose to wear a Jägermeister shirt, and I I know what shirt he's talking about. This is a shirt that Goodwill wouldn't have thought no, twice. About. No, Corey Bays picked up a bunch of stuff at some gas station. And they were giving away Jägermeister shirts, and so it just was comfortable. It's like one of those painting shirts you just paint in or you work in or whatever. And and this one kid six years later, it's like, yeah, that was funny. Like, Shout oh, out, that's funny. When I worked at the gym, I used oh, I can't believe I'm saying this. When I worked at the gym, I used to just pillage the lost and found. <laughs> oh boy. If there, were, if there was anything like good in there, I'd grab it. And I remember I grabbed this like super soft like ABC basketball camp shirt and grabbed it. It was like cut off and stuff. And like fast forward two years, I'm wearing it. And this guy comes up to me and he's like, Hey man, where'd you get that shirt? I th- he's like, Did you go to ABC? like no man i um and in a moment of like weakness i just told him just i picked it up out of lost and found he was like oh i left that at the gym one day that's my shirt nope. <laughs> i just felt so stupid i was like <laughs> so if you work in ems um we don't talk a lot about our jobs or anything like that but what's ems emergency medical services so if you work in emergency medical services this time of the year, the first couple months of summer, has been deemed or nicknamed trauma season. And everybody calls it that, whether you're a nurse, first responder, firefighter, paramedic. And I don't really know why it is. It's just, I, I imagine it's because it's warm weather. People are getting out there on their boats. They're going and doing stuff. Kids get out of school and they're going and people are amped. People are excited. People are taking risks and things like that. 
it seems to be a trend that people just tend to hurt themselves. You get a lot of broken bones, a lot of things like that. So this is affectionately been called trauma season. So what I wanted to ask you guys is in lieu of trauma season, what is the worst injury that you guys have ever sustained? And I've got one on deck so I can start unless somebody wants to. Please, I've got one, but I also kind of have a good sense as to what everyone else's stories are. So I will go first because mine's the wussiest. You all have like some pretty like bad A injury stories. I've never broken a bone in my body because I... Neither have I. You haven't? No, never. Oh. Well, so in high school, I was on a missions trip to Mexico in the summer. And on our way back, we were um, in the airport. And me and sweet, sweet DK (laughs) thought it would be... Yeah, shout out DK. Thought it'd be a good idea to go up down escalator. Everybody's um, tried this. Everybody's yeah. tried to do this. Right. But not only did we try it, like I wanted to get to the top. Not just like, hey, this will be kind of funny for like a second or two. I really want to get to the top. I was also wearing flip flops. And so oh my I, God. I took about three or four steps up and then just absolutely ate it. Like just Would like you consider those are those approach shoes? <laughs> Those are sans. Those are sans approach shoes. You should do no approaching except for the beach. So where are you? So you're going up a down escalator. That kid is back on the escalator again. Leave it alone. Correct. Yeah, we had just like gotten back into the states. I want to say we were in like Texas or something like that. But so I go up the down escalator for a few steps, and then I just like, I mean, it's like a cartoon, I guess, really, or like Home Alone. My foot, like, I just went to plant all my weight on this foot as I was going, because I was actually kind of like running them so I could actually try and get to the top, and just completely ate it. And my kneecap hit directly on those those teeth of an escalator. And... uh, it was yeah, it was it was pretty bad. But so the first pain that I felt was in my toe, <laughs> and like I had somehow I don't really remember like where how this happened, but I got to the top, and um, the first thing I really felt when I stood up was a pain in my toe because I had kind of cut my toe as well. And then I looked up, and there are these like three older ladies sitting at this like little you know cafe countertop, and they're all just like, oh my god. And I was just like, it's just a toe. And I looked down at my leg, or I looked down at my toe to see how bad it was. And then I saw my kneecap. I saw the whites of my kneecap. Oh. And then, like, and then I was just like, oh, that seems bad. And then the ble- it was just like one of those moments where it's just like you see the kneecap and it hadn't started bleeding yet. And then just like you flip on a switch and there was just like gushing blood. And uh, it was probably the first time I got pretty like woozy just going like whoa like what year is it are you still like you may are you on the escalator right now no i'd gotten to the top i guess i i had gotten far enough that i could kind so of like you fell army crawl hurt yourself up. and then got up yeah army yeah crawl? army crawled you must have been booking it if you were on an escalator i had Stitches? years of experience after i threw up in your all's bedroom <laughs> <laughs> i was a good army crawl at that point but so i had like Gashed up my knee pretty bad. What was kind of ironic, too, is that everyone on the trip before that had gotten, like, deathly ill. And I was the only person that didn't get sick. And so I'm almost back home, got free, and I bashed my knee up. And then the next week, we had tryouts for soccer. And my coach was not exactly, like, the kindest person you've ever met. And so I'm just, like, 
kind of I mean like I my legs bandaged up like it was too late to get stitches um and like the doctor was just like yeah you just got to be careful until it heals and so I just kind of told my coach I was just like hey I can't really do a ton of stuff and he was like well what were you doing and then I was just like oh great now I get to tell him I was being idiot and going up and down escalator and flip-flops but um <laughs> approach shoes yeah sans approach shoes that's probably the worst yeah I've, I've never really had any severe injuries never broke anything never twisted an ankle a few times in a basketball game that's about it no stitches but i still have scars on my knee yeah there's a window that you have to get stitched i fell out of a tree aaron heights chris uh chris logan's brother one time fell and they wouldn't take me to the hospital to get stitches and I had gone past the uh, allotted time, and they were like, oh, I got a scar on my chin to show on it. Okay, so I, in high school, well, early on, when I started losing all my teeth, first of all, I remember... <laughs> losing all my teeth? The first time I started losing all my teeth. I'll restart this right here. I did not lose. I'd have teeth pulled. I didn't lose all my baby teeth. Side note, I remember Chris, the difference between me and Chris growing up with a twin, I remember I would just naturally let all my teeth fall out. And I have a distinct memory of Chris standing in front of the mirror with a set of needle nose pliers duct taped with paper towels around him. And he is performing his own dentistry, yanking out his teeth. I loved the sensation. Did you really? That's why you did it? Of what? No, I mean, so like when a tooth was loose, just the the sensation of something ripping. Like like God, what a serial killer. I don't know. That's weird. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know, I know that. But turns out that was like foreshadowing for uh, a life of dentistry, of self dentistry later down the yeah. road, right? <laughs> I was yep. gonna say you yep. took your steak knife to your to your gums oh, when you yep. had this oh, wisdom God, yeah, talk yeah, about yeah. personal injury. Good. That's Lord. where it ended. That's where it ended. Yeah. Oh man. I remember I had to go sit with you and play. We were playing like N sixty four on an Xbox. Cause you were, cause somebody was like, had to go I think, sit. I think your roommate at the time was like, Hey, can you come sit with Chris for a little while? <laughs> like, you sorry. Two, Brit, like a, at this point, Chris has to tell the story though, right? Go for it. I totally forgot about this. Yeah. So Britton and I always had the dentists that we went to said that we had strong teeth. We were always very late. I think I, I lost my first, maybe my first tooth at like 10 or 11. So late. It was all the cereal and milk we pounded. Yeah, just just calcium. Get those got milk ads really got us. So our wisdom teeth did not come in. I mean, I am post. I am like college at this point. Post college, I, I still have like wisdom teeth that I th- I think have not come in yet. Which they say the they say that the people that are born without wisdom teeth are like the new breed of of people or the new uh, whatever uh, evolution. next evolution. Next evolution. That's a that's a side point there, but. So I had one wisdom tooth that was coming in. I can feel it like pressing on the on the gum there. I'll bet that if I could just puncture this oh just a little God. bit, then the tooth will just go, there's my in, and it'll <laughs> come in. So I took a steak knife oh. and decided to just lance my my gum there <laughs> did you like slam a couple shots or something beforehand at least no i was just like oh man like it was it was tough and i i'd been like kind of gumming or like thumbing and biting that area with my you know, oh. like tongue in it just like man i know i can feel the tooth right there i'll bet if i feel the tip of the tooth if i can just so I was trying to press it, and I was like, well, I'll just take this knife, and I'll just 
A steak so, knife. A steak knife. So I oh. did it, and then the next morning I woke up, and my jaw was just like, I I looked like whatever your typical chipmunk, like, you know, cheeks out to here were. I mean, it was, it was, I was so swollen, and it was bad. I, I stayed that way for 24 hours. And then thankfully found a, a, a friend that was a doctor. Elizabeth Catron's dad, Dr. Catron, <laughs> took me in and, yeah, got that uh, pulled. But, like, it was one of those ones where I came in and I was so swollen that they didn't. They were like, you've got to take these antibiotics to get the swelling down before we can operate on you. You've got to take this amoxicillin. It was really bad. And I, was, I couldn't. I could not talk. It was, it was brutal. That's like Walt. Our grandfather used to do his own dentistry. He chipped a tooth one time. He took a nail file and just filed it down. Oh, God. With that nail file. Okay. So eighth and ninth grade Brit was a prize to be won. I had all my baby teeth still and my adult teeth growing in, and so I had to have braces. I was hideous to say the least and so <laughs> i had to have i had there. to have teeth pulled and then chris did not have braces i had braces for a couple of years my teeth looked fantastic and senior year when i got the braces off man it looked great and i remember i think i graduated i was 18 at the time and we went to cathedral domain which is like a campground with our, I was helping out with the youth group at our church. And I remember we had been there a number of times before, and there was this spot that you could go and you could climb. And there was like a rope ladder that would lead you to the top where there was this overlook and this really cool spot. Well, we got there this time, and this rope ladder was nowhere to be found. And I was like, I swear it's up here. So we're about a mile or two away from the lodge where everybody's staying. And the kids are like trying to get up there to this overlook. And I was like, man, it's it's around here somewhere. It was me and and Mel D. So I'm just climbing just Kentucky lime sandstone here. And I'm like f- trying to find my way and see if I can get to the top. Maybe I can find this rope ladder, lower it down, and all of these kids can find us and stuff. Because we were just going on a hike, leading them on a hike. Andrew and I were there. You guys were there. Andrew and I were both there. Yeah, but I, we, no, we were. The, I was I not with the group. I didn't see it we were at. We were at the camp. Okay. I heard it happen. I did not see it. I, I think Natalie you. was there. Also, yeah. you were eighteen. Yeah. I was yeah. with you. I was. I was on that hike. At least. I guess that makes sense. I was fourteen. Anyway, so I'm finding my way up. You know, I'm not hooked into anything, and I'm just climbing on this stone. And there's like little holes and stuff because it's kind of this sheer cliff face. And I'm sure Andrew could advise more to climbing all of a sudden my hold on my left hand just breaks and i'm still holding on to this rock but it's no longer attached to the wall and i kind of like go back like this and then my right hand breaks off because it's just this really brittle rock and i immediately i might have been about 20 feet up and i probably had another 15 feet to go wasn't it enough to to kill you or anything but it was you know it was enough if you landed on your feet you'd probably hurt i did not i fell backwards and i flipped around upside down and fell directly on my face and thankfully all of my teeth that had just gotten their braces off broke my fall (laughs) and i said you didn't break a bone you've never broken a bone. our teeth bones yes in a way 
Are yeah. they? Yeah. Mm. You say no? I say no. Okay. I say no, too. And there you have it. That's it, folks. <laughs> Thanks for listening. All right. See ya. <laughs> So, <laughs> I, I get so I remember I hit the ground and it was fall leaves everywhere and I get the wind complete like I don't know if you ever hit the ground and all of the wind is out of you and it's just that first part where you've got to like gasp to get a breath and I go <gasps> and then when I exhale I like cough and I go <clears throat> and Teeth fragments <laughs> go <laughs> everywhere, and they're just lost in the leaves. Mel was the only one that saw this. All the kids are like around the bend somewhere, and I stick my tongue on my top set of teeth, and it feels like a razor blade up there. <laughs> and I scan the ground, and I kind of like do like this real quick, like, "Am I hurt? What's going on?" And I stand to my feet, and I go to Mel, I have my hand over my mouth, and I, I look at her and I say, I, f- I think I lost some teeth. <laughs> I said, which ones are they? I, op- I reveal my mouth to her like that, and I smile like this, reveal and she mouth. gives this look to me. She goes, all of them? It was her response to me. And I have a, a mile or two to go back to the lodge. And so I'm like wa- I'm like walking and my tongue is getting, you know, familiar with my new new set of top teeth up here, my new razor blades up top. And I walk all the way back and like people are I see my brother and he's like, Hey, where are you at? Where, where you where you been? And I was like, <laughs> like give him a finger like nope. No, I got you. You just met me, and you just like yep. you had your your hand over your mouth, and you just flipped it up, and I just went, "Oh God, <laughs> what's wrong with his yeah, face?" You and you and Mel were the only two adults, quote unquote, correct on that on that hike, and 18. I was one of I was one of the students. I'm like, you know, whatever, fourteen, adults. fifteen, and I see you run by me. You Mel's like kind of like has her hand on your shoulder, and you're running by me, oh, and your face, you're you're like covering your mouth with your hand and i'm like is everything okay you all are running past all the kids and we're just like uh should we go with them or that walk into the lodge because i remember i walked back into the 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 rec room in the lodge heading towards the bathroom and i remember it was like a clearly thinking in my mind at the time going okay what am i going to look like for the rest of my life like let's go let's go see let's go take a look and see what this looks like and i remember and i went Walked up like with my hand over my mouth to the mirror and I exposed it and just gave myself a smile and I was just like, Jiminy Jellicker's radioactive man. (laughs) (laughs) That's what we're working with now. And it was just. You've spent years in braces. (laughs) Years in braces. Full blown just picket fence up there. How many, like, how many were actually gone? I had two broken. One was gone, two's broken, and then one. One was like broken half, and the roots were just like exposed. Oh. Weren't they in an A shape, like the yes. front two? It was a pointing yes. towards your nose, in like an A frame. Yeah, type. dude, it looked like the Patagonia Mountains. So, <laughs> <laughs> I was leading worship for the for the the Real weekend, and I threw an extreme monkey wrench. I remember Billy, man. Billy took me to this po dunk hospital we drove for like 45 minutes to the nearest hospital we walked in and the ambulance bay is like closed it looked like it was being set up for like 
a haunted house at Halloween. <laughs> like it has caution tape and stuff. And we walk in and there's two nurses or ladies in there and we're like, is there a doctor in? Is there and and they're like what you need, sugar? <laughs> we walk in there and like he's well, gonna need like sugar. I think he's gonna need like some some a dentist or at least some oral surgery or something like that. And and, and I I you know I show him my jack o' lantern right there in front of him. <laughs> it's a mouth reveal, <laughs> exactly. Top my second favorite mouth reveal. <laughs> and uh, it doesn't go very well. And they're like, oh no, we can't help you. So my brother ends up driving me back, and it's a Saturday, and just so. <laughs> What are you laughing at? <laughs> he said, my second, my second favorite mouth reveal. What's the first? My second favorite civil engineer. <laughs> <laughs> Just always say second. Let the, <laughs> there's a, it's a lot less pressure. Yeah. To make a long story short, we go back, and my dentist just happens to be in his office painting a wall. <laughs> my brother drives me in, and he sets me up with a new grill that I think I rocked for quite a bit longer until I had health insurance again. <laughs> wow. Until I had health insurance. What was the – so did you get a final fix? Was it – Yes. And actually, the uh, dude, I've got – You like rocked a, the intermediate – like kind of the intermediate fix They were like, time, hey, we're right? going to put these caps on – yeah. And these will be until you get. And I think his remember. his deal was like in a couple months we'll get you fixed up with another one. No, I had those for like six right. years, six seven years, and it was fine. But if you want, if you're a person that doesn't like, like if you don't like cold things like popsicles and stuff, it was like sticking your tongue to a or sticking your teeth to a cattle prod. Like when I when I would bite into a popsicle, it was absolute agony for forever. That's me. Real quick. Um, I'm just curious, how many cavities have you guys had to date? I told you I had I've had two replaced, filled like last week. But total, I don't think I've had any as an adult. I had a I had a few as a kid, three or four. Yeah, I think like I had three ever or, I think six I had three or seven. Or, I had three or four. ever. Yeah, John. Oh man, I'm missing your candy. I <laughs> I've had so many cavities. Are you kidding? <laughs> It'll be, between, it'll be between John and I. I have had a lot. I don't genuinely know the number. Not to say like I've had a gajillion, but I have had my fair share of cavities. For I had sure. ten in one visit. Do you all not brush? Oh my! Ten God. in that one is, visit. That is, that is not hyperbole. That is, that that they were not uh, filled in one visit, but they were as an adult. Ex, yes. No. No. Uh, a junior. A junior in high school. Wow, that's a whole lot. I have, Were you not brushing? I have, you just no, I have brush? bad dental genetics. Lay out crystal meth. They had to quadrant my mouth off and do uh, each visit was a quadrant. So like, hey, we'll do your top left. Those three, we'll do your top right. Those two, we'll, we'll you know, so on and so oh forth. Oh my but god! I'm not. Yeah, it was, that's when my mom when my mom said, "You're now paying for all your cavities." <laughs> like after this, you're paying for them all. You're gonna work this off this summer. Work study, Andrew. You are the the biggest enigma of this because I totally did not picture you as a problem child, and I totally would have pictured you as like a a really orally clean person. <laughs> <laughs> I say that. You're an orally clean person, aren't you? <laughs> He flosses. Yeah, I mean, Andrew was flossing as a kid, and I didn't start flossing till I was like twenty six. I, I mean, it's yeah. it's. Just I think genetics. it has. Yeah, Wait, it has Andrew, way more to do with your. Were you yeah. flossing after you found out about the ten cavities, or before? No, man. I was. I've always practiced pretty good dental hygiene. I think I, I, the ju- the the ten cavities was mostly because <clears throat> I think I was just doing homework late and eating. <laughs> I would just fall asleep without 
brushing my teeth. So that was mm. self-inflicted. But mm. but even even then, even if I do, even if I f- follow all that to a T, it's still. Oh, you got to brush your teeth before bed. That's like um, yeah. that'll help. All my cavities are like the little guys in between teeth because I've I've just never been a great consistent. I've probably had so twenty. That's interesting. So twenty to answer my own question, wow. probably twenty total. Yeah, I'm thirty three, wow. so probably twenty. One for every year. Almost one for every year of life. <laughs> there you go. John, don't you have a weird anomaly with your teeth on the bottom? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I only have three in the middle. Most people have four. Like, you got four. John's just got three. That's lucky, man. I wish I had three. Messiel Candy only has three teeth at the bottom. <laughs> do, do a mouth reveal for us. My second favorite mouth reveal. Go ahead, Andrew. Uh, uh, so, yeah, we're still on the injury thing. Okay, so 2012, I guess I had been rock climbing for maybe see, seven, eight, nine, five, I don't know, five or six years. Yeah, I guess five or six years. And falling is part of the of the sport. You learn to fall safely. You learn to trust your the, the belay or the person on the other end of the rope. So this is, for everyone listening, this is just normal sport climbing in, on, on sandstone in Kentucky. So everything is protected with bolts and you clip you clip in your rope and you can take some big falls, but it's always going to be caught by your belayer. Most people will climb without incident. So there's no injury when it comes to actually hitting. You shouldn't hit the ground, right? You shouldn't. I mean, worst case, you might come back into the rock, kind of pendulum back in if, if your belayer catches you poorly. Anyway, the essence of this story, and this gets funnier, is in 2012, my belayer, who was a, com- a very competent climber and competent belayer there's a couple you know some factors that played into this whole accident what happened was i didn't get caught so i fell about 60 feet uh, and instead of being caught uh the rope kept slipping through the device that the belayer had that was supposed to to pinch close pinch the rope and stop the fall the belayer is the guy at the bottom <laughs> correct that's, that's meant to catch right. you so the yeah the the Sort of the the chain is Blair has a rope going through a device that's attached to his harness that's going up to me, and the rope is tied into my harness. And as I clip my way up this route, I'm sort of protected about every 10 feet. So, you know, I go up 10 feet, clip my rope in, and then I continue climbing. And and I'd fallen all over it before, so there wasn't an issue. But this one time, the the rope didn't catch, and there was some factors that went into play that are neither here nor there. But anyway, so I, I hit the ground, and so whoever talked about getting the breath the wind knocked out of him. Yeah, it's like, okay, you. I knew I was alive, could get, got my breath back, was like, okay, so my leg's messed up. I could kind of tell that and got myself situated. And we called, uh, someone called Lee County EMS and they rolled up and got me in a splint. And the good news is I was able to get out and uh, I get, get out, get to an ambulance that drove me from the bottom of the cliff to the top where there was an LZ where the helicopter could come and pick me up and take me to UK because... Uh, Britain, you probably know, like if it's a certain severity of injury, they take you to a, tra- a level one trauma center. Yep. So they weren't going to take me to Jackson, Jackson Hospital. Or, Call it trauma or, alert. Yeah. So I, f- I flew into UK and they the, the broken leg had been splinted and then reset and all this, fixed it. They did. They put some some uh, screws and plates and stuff in the leg. And some mean hardware in that. Yeah. And, and all in all, it turned out really well. So the surgeon was excellent. It, they were pretty, they, the medical team was pretty relieved that I wasn't you know, super old or, you know, a habitual smoker. And, you know, you go to UK hospital, they're pretty, they, they see, they don't see very many young, healthy-ish people. But anyway, so they fixed it. The point is that it worked and the surgery, the surgery went really well. But the best, the best part of this, one of, you start to find like little nuggets in stories like these, because 
I had to move back in with my my parents, and they were, I mean, incredibly helpful. I moved back into my sister's old bedroom for three weeks between surgeries, and you know, I was essentially just in bed all day. And, and so my Facebook wall at the time <laughs> was filling up with it was filling up with just super encouraging comments. You know, praying for hey, you. we're praying for you. I heard the surgery went well. You'll be back at it in no time. And you, Facebook was a little bit simpler at the time, and it was right. you know you had the wall, and everyone could see the right. wall. There was less of there's less link sharing, and it was more just kind of comments on your wall, and people could see it. But any babes, <laughs> any babes, like comment on your wall? No babes. Oh man, nope. no babes. <laughs> just young American oh, males. <laughs> young American males. American males, Thai males, <laughs> Don't go there. and uh, people were kind of coming out of the woodwork that maybe I was acquaintances with, that I was Facebook friends with, because they, the, it was evident that the activity on my Facebook wall indicated something was going on, some sort of event, some sort of there's some hullabaloo surrounding this. Like I might have said something like this friend and 56 others yeah, right, have commented exactly, on Andrew's exactly. wall. Exactly. So yeah, you right. see, yeah, you see that. Hey, you know, They'll Nathan, you. They'll yeah, prompt. Nathan Music and exactly and 60 others have commented. So. I'm reading through all these, and they mean yeah, they mean something to me because I'm sort of like, well, I'm holed up and I can't eat. I'm not very hungry. I'm I've been constipated for six days, and mm. and uh, I'll find some solace in these comments. And then I, as I read through them, and again, they're all, hey, we're super, we're super excited. We're here for you. What do you want us to do? We're praying for you. And then tucked in the middle of all these encouraging comments regarding my fall is this little comment that just says. Happy B Day, bro. <laughs> and, a, and, a, and a pretty good high and a pretty good high school friend of mine, who I had not seen. So this is this is seven, eight, nine, five years removed from high school graduation. He had seen that there was a lot of commotion on my wall, and thought that just because everybody was commenting, just autopilot, that it was my birthday. Oh, Andrew's birthday. Happy B day, bro. He didn't. So he did. He didn't see. You know, he saw that many, many people were writing on my wall, and then said, "Oh, sweet, it must be his birthday." So, praying for you. You got this. You can recover. I can't wait till you're back. To your back. Stronger climbing. never. Happy B day, bro. But doesn't he? He has to click on your name and yeah. doesn't read through any of that. Just autopilot. Happy B day, bro. Yeah. Submit Same. later. I like to think it's just his. Yeah, just his autopilot. Just like, all right, whose birthday is it? Happy birthday! Happy but, birthday! Happy birthday, oh, Andrew! Happy birthday! My favorite part of that was reading it. It was like all these comments. Happy B day, bro. And it was just Adam Hedges liked this comment. <laughs> <laughs> also, would have taken. A very minimal amount of uh, research. It's to the find best. Out. Yeah, it's the best. <laughs> it, it would take, oh you know. That's what I'm saying. Read, read one. one. Read, read one. one. <laughs> but I'm so glad he did. Be, and you know, that's those. That is the kind of story that I. I was. It was. It became so monotonous. Like okay, you know, I couldn't sleep at night. I couldn't eat. All this. All this kind of just stuff that sucked. And then like, oh yes, this is gold. This is. This is why. This is great. But you're you right, ever he, confronted them about it? Like since? Does he know? I don't think I've seen. I don't think I've seen John since. Let's keep him in the dark. This not not the John on the, not, Higginbotham. Not. <laughs> John H. Shout out. Happy B day, bro. Also, I think it's funny. I was. Uh, you were out climbing with your dad and and some other people, and I 
was trying to pawn basically a guitar of mine at a at a local shop <laughs> and you were giving me some advice on like how to do it and everything and i kind of like walked out of the shop to make a phone call to you to ask like how much should i like how much should i put this in this pawn shop for basically and you answer and you're like you answered my question you're like hey do it for this much whatever and you're like oh also by the way um are you gonna see my mom and i was like yeah i'm actually going over there here in a little bit and you were like well you tell her that me and my dad are on our way to uh, uk i kind of i kind of effed up my ankle what? and i was like and i was like sure yeah, yeah i can tell her and i didn't even think anything of it i told her when i got there i was like andrew apparently hurt his ankle and they're going to uk and she's like oh, okay cool and like nobody oh, wow. thought anything of it that's yeah, true and i was at i was at their house having band practice with my band at the time and she comes in and she goes um I just saw on TV that Andrew was airlifted to UK for falling 60 feet. Wow. You just said we're on our way to the hospital. You didn't say, oh, I'm in a helicopter. Well, they weren't getting, they weren't getting much, they weren't getting service. You weren't getting service and you somehow got my call about a guitar. You answered the question and then you were like, hey, I messed up my ankle. Oh, so like at that point, like Gordon had not gotten in touch with Kathy or anything. And that's, that's 100% true is I think I made, so you called. I picked it up. I don't know why. It got I, yeah, I picked somehow. it up. Yeah. I picked it up, and and at that point we didn't know we were going to be um, airlifted to UK. But and then I made a second call to a doctor friend of mine who worked at UK at the time, and he had to ask me three or four times, like because I told him what happened. He's like, "Where are you?" It's like, "No, I mean, this this happened. I'm we're probably coming to UK." He's like, "No, where are you?" He didn't believe me. He thought he and you know I, I that's the first time I had a, a kind of accident of that nature, but your mind kind of hones in on like the weirdest stuff where you're thinking, Oh, I should probably tell this person this, or like, I'm going to take this phone call. So I shout out to, uh, John H on the birthday. Congratulations. Come on. What a friend. Bro. Happy B day, bro. Yeah. You told that pretty well, even though you're not the best public speaker. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, can we touch on that? Oh man. We Talk about well. a deep Andrew, cut. Andrew told oh, that, told this story Jesus on stage Christ. at church a few months later after he's kind of like, you know, recovered and it was oh. so dramatic. So yeah, it was, it was so dramatic because I'm still in a, on a cane yeah. and they're like, no, oh, well, you look pretty hurt. Well, to have you, I remember and you pointing to the ceiling and pretty, saying, so you, the giving a reference this, for the, the height. The top of this building is about 50 feet. Mm-hmm. It was 10 above that. Mm-hmm. And maybe just, I just remember just being like, oh, how do yeah. you not just liquefy when you hit the floor? Yeah. Well, and, and some of you listening will understand when, you know, when I say I told my story, this was a story. It was on stage at church and I had sort of given. Essentially, what was the the rendition of like, yeah, you know, I forgave my belayer and and which which I had, and you know, we we still text from time to time, but and he's kind of moved on with his life and started a family. But so I tell the story at church, and one of our sort of one of our friends, <laughs> we get done, service That's is generous. Up. That's very generous. Yeah, it's, it's one of service is over, and we're hanging out after. I think it's we're having our treasure time, and. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, shout out Treasure Time. Our and he time. and he comes up to me and 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 he's sincere in this and he says, oh, "Man, I'm glad, you know, I'm glad you agreed to tell this story of sort of redemption and forgiveness." And you know what, e- even though you're not the best public speaker, I think it really spoke to people. <laughs> and I'm like, it's like, "Thanks, man." I, thanks, man. Really appreciate it. Literally walking with a cane. Even, appreciate it. Even though you're not the best public speaker, I think it. I think it spoke to people. I think. I think you communicated. Oh, fuck off. 
Hey, hey, do you oh, care to f- fart in my face <laughs> on your way out? <laughs> you care to give me pink eye real quick? That's uh, me a oh, little bit later man. on. That's a good one. <laughs> oh, man. But well, he's, and you know what? He's right. He's, <laughs> quite frankly, he's right. It, I, don't give him no, that, no, Andrew. No, no, I'm not, no, don't no, give no, him no, that. No, 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 no. Yeah, I, no. Hey, well, who you, is the best wrong. public speaker? <laughs> did you guys have a... You're, 20, you're 27th in China. Or Thailand. Thailand. Okay. Damn it. Did you guys have a... Uh, <laughs> Jack talk Thai. <laughs> <laughs> they're, they're the same. Chris talk Thai real good. Andrew, come on, be fair. You're, you're 27th in Thailand. We're 27th in Thailand. We, we. So on that subject, just, just to piggyback off of, off of that, I hate when people say that, by the way. Let's piggyback. Uh, let's piggyback off of that. Mine's, let me get this on your radar. Can I get this on your radar? Sounds like an EMT thing, right? What you got there, sugar? Not my teeth. <laughs> Popcorn Chris. Popcorn me. Uh, just to jump off of that, we keep coming back to this. Uh, so another just story, and, and again, I think we have to go eventually go to a best of quest pod. No holds bar. Oh, we're, we're going. We're going we're going to eventually get there. We're going to get there. So that same church where Andrew told a story and wasn't the greatest public speaker, we were all involved in this church. That's why a lot of us share a lot of the same stories. We have a history just of being friends, but also we we also attended the same this same church, served in some some random roles there. So this church that we were all attending at the, at the time uh, it was called Quest because that was back when churches chose names that sounded more like reject superheroes than actual places of worship. You know? <laughs> Quest, Elevation, Cross Point. So they held like a big event, like a big uh, outreach thing called Quest of Palooza. We referenced it before QPZA just marketed it all over the city. So here we are. We're, we're about to... we're doing this music festival we've planned this as an all-day event even though we don't have enough like actual entertainment to bring people to show up for an all-day event <laughs> and they're like hey anchorman's really big right now chris how about you play this ron burgundy character and you stand out there all day wearing a suit coat and a tie so i'm like yeah sure whatever because i'm an i'm a moron college student and i have this maroon quote maroon suit coat that I've borrowed from uh, a friend DK uh, and I have the tie picked out and I've drawn a mustache on myself for for whatever reason I, I don't think I had a collared shirt and uh, that that would fit like a like a light colored collared shirt and I was like oh man I need to get that so being an 18 year old or however old I was 17 18 I was like oh well I'll just grab one from Goodwill before this thing happens and it was day of so i wait until 10 11 o'clock when goodwill opens i think i was playing drums that day too so it was like oh well, i'll just run in right right after the service i'll go grab a, a button-up shirt so i grab something and it's like a daffodil yellow like giant collared 70s button-up shirt i throw that on and this thing starts at one and it goes till 12 a.m. Three bands. Peak heat July. <laughs> Peak three, heat July. Like with three I'm bands. in this thing. Yeah. Like I'm in this thing. And my 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 purpose was to go and interview people and to 
to ask them like, oh, how are you enjoying the show? How are you enjoying the show? How's it going for you? Or whatever in in this character. So I put this thing on at 1230, already sweating my life away in the air conditioning. Step outside, it's 95 degrees, 60% humidity, and I'm just like, oh, God. There's who, whoever's coming around with me, a camera crew. Uh, Jamie Wright was with me dressed like a cow. God bless you. At one point, I think around 2, 3 o'clock, I run into Britton, and he's like, hey, man, are, are you okay? And I'm like... Yeah, what do you mean? And I'm I'm constantly wiping sweat from my brow, kind of like itching my neck. And he's like, "Dude, what's? Are you okay?" And I'm like, "You yeah. look like you'd been pepper sprayed." <laughs> I'm like, "Yeah, <laughs> I'm fine. I'm just hot." I was like, "Okay, yeah." So the day goes on, and I have I keep itching my neck. Suddenly, people start to like people's reactions to me when I say, "How are you enjoying this?" Whatever. It starts crawling up my neck onto my face. It's now down the right side of my face. The back, my back is itching the hell out of me. Mind you again, I've borrowed this suit coat from a friend, and I've picked up the shirt from Goodwill with no undershirt. I've picked it up directly before. So this has just gone from Goodwill hanger straight onto my body. Always Suit wash the coat, clothes, folks. Always 95 wash degree clothes. heat. That jacket so, has probably been in the back of DK's car for what four months at least, untouched. I don't think I don't think it was the jacket. I'm wearing this thing, and as I continue to to interact with people that know me, the interactions that I get with them just tells me that there is something drastically wrong with my face. <laughs> so I run inside, I go in, and I it looks like I have been stung by a bee. Like I, oh. I have, like <laughs> I've got uh, hives like all over my face. There's like red dots everywhere. I'm just like, oh, I've got to take this thing off. Like I take it off. It calms down a little bit, but I am not like it's it's still there. Fast forward the next day, I am working construction at that point. I'm like, yeah, gosh, I got this big rash uh, the day of. Man, it messed me up. So it gets to that point in the day where everybody just like we're swinging hammers on a job site. We're just framing up houses. I pull my shirt off and they're just like, oh, God. <laughs> they're like, what's wrong with you, Quasimodo? And uh, uh, apparently, like, I get these zits, like, picture fresh into adolescence, pimples, whitehead, all <laughs> over my back. Just like hundreds of them all over my back from my shoulder blades down to the middle of my spine. And then up my neck. And they oh. last, not oh. joking, they last um like two months. Enough to where I have to go to a dermatol to a doctor who recommends me to a dermatologist. And the dermatologist, <laughs> when I finally take off, I'm like, yeah, uh, I wore a coat. <laughs> How do you explain this? I yeah. took a shirt off a dead body and put it on. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, uh, uh, I bought a shirt at Goodwill. I wore it in the dead heat of summer. Have you ever heard of Michael one? Tate? <laughs> <laughs> so crystal lewis was playing this show uh yeah so i'm i'm no kidding this is the dermatologist she's like okay well let me take your shirt off let me take a look at you and his response is oh my god yeah oh oh wow yeah uh you know what uh, so 
the boys in Vietnam used to get <laughs> oh this my when God. they would wear their fatigues Jeez. and it would get really hot and their pores would open up and the basically the follicles of the shirt that you were wearing would basically soak into the open pores and then that would just become one with your skin oh so God. whatever was on this shirt that i this rando shirt that i bought from goodwill i decided to open up to wear it in the middle of the dead heat of summer opened up God. my pores and just just assimilate with it like <laughs> yeah, you just doctor, became one this is this is the uh, the plot line for annihilation like, exactly I, I i am just or the fly some other being so he gives me some sort of like scrub and i proceed to scrub my body three times a day in the shower for however many months and and it finally goes away but i do remember a good friend of mine said to me oh man maybe you can consider this like the wounds of Christ. No, he did not. Like, dude, deadpan, straight faced me and said, Oh, maybe you can consider this like kind of like sharing in the wounds of Christ as we brought the message to people. Oh. And uh, I was just like, Yeah, this is a f-ing Goodwill shirt. <laughs> I was, as I, as I pencil thinned a mustache on myself and shook people's hands. And, and he and I have laughed about it since then, of just yeah. it, it being like a, hey, remember when I had uh, the Wounds of Christ? I, I lovingly named this thing Quest Epox because there that's what it felt like. Oof. Quest Epox. It was just, you know, it was a pox. Nathan, any injuries? Uh, I, I, I broke my first bone in 2019. Did you really? Yeah, it was, I'm in a band with Johnny and Andrew. I should say that. It's called Blue Jay. We're not. (laughs) (laughs) And, uh, I played an acoustic show the night that I broke my, my, uh, yeah, my ring finger and I was playing and I kept like apologizing and talking to the crowd about how I think I had a spider bite on my finger (laughs) and, and like, it was like killing me to play, but like I, I was able to make it through the set. It went okay. You know how you did it? Yes. And then that whole next week we were recording an EP and I was like, just make me go last on guitar because... I, I like can't use this finger and I had like my athletic trainer friend come in and he like had all these remedies of how to like work out like whatever the joint like he was like massaging it with these weird like tools he had and like icing it and all this stuff and it just was getting worse and worse and my finger was super swollen and I couldn't play guitar and uh, and then about two or three weeks after we were done recording I finally was able I, I forced myself to play the guitar on the EP but I was uh, I, I was able to through that athletic trainer get get in to see a hand specialist and all the guys said after an after an x-ray was so how'd you break your finger and i was like <laughs> oh i uh what well, my finger's broken and he's like yeah nothing i can do for it and that was that's the i i've never broken a bone it's just this tiny little piece on my on my ring finger how but, did you do it so my the day of that acoustic show my dog was in an altercation in the park and I this is that guy. Yes, and I pulled her off of this other dog um, that that she got in a scuffle with, and I think that's the only thing I can think of is that hmm. maybe when my finger caught her caught her collar or something. Wow! I just snapped my finger real quick. I didn't feel any pain. I didn't even know until I tried to play guitar. The adrenaline but pumping. That's through, a wild story know. for another time. It was bizarre, but that's yeah. That's really like I'm. I've been really fortunate. I'm not very accident prone. I've got size 15 feet. And I don't fall, <laughs> so I just yeah. I've, I cracked my head open when I was nine, and I broke my finger when I was thirty, and that's pretty much it. 
Closing remarks, anybody? Honest. Wouldn't it be amazing to be able to like trace back where that shirt actually came from? Like just for the sake of knowledge, just to go like who turned that shirt in and what were they doing inside of that shirt? No, it would not be a man. I, don't I would think love. It, I think to ignorance not. is bliss. Man. Yeah, I wouldn't want to know. No, I, I, would, I want to know. I'd pay a thousand dollars not to know because. Here's the thing: is there's a pinch Dave of that Pierce, that's still Dave Pierce's shirt. <laughs> oh hell no, man! <laughs> you want me to make you the mouse? I know your mom. Hey. I know your dad. Hey. You double make him. Hey. I know your mom. I am your dad. I am your dad. <laughs> <laughs> the best Dave Pierce story was when, uh, gosh, what? Kate He's a real life hobo that used to frequent our church. <laughs> if anyone might. Yeah. I mean, when he put his when he For put context. his pinky finger in no context, it was his pointer. He was pointing was at somebody. Pinky. He was pointing at somebody, and this girl unknowingly turned. Caitlin. Yeah, yeah Caitlin, Caitlin turned, and her his. Finger index finger went into her <laughs> mouth. Oh my! God. Immediately started gagging. Oh. He was he was an interesting man, but he yeah he uh, he was a, a self declared real life hobo like train hopping for real. Yeah, that's yeah how he, he called a train hopping hobo. Yeah, I don't think he's probably with us anymore. But you want me to smack you in the mouth? That's exactly what he sounded like. And then Caitlin's and then doors opened up, and they assimilated and became greeting. one. Do you want me to smack you? I remember Billy, he would say, I remember Billy walking by him going, You want me to smack you in the mouth? And Billy <laughs> said to him, goes, You want me to stick that cane up your ass like make you a lollipop? <laughs> <laughs> he said, Make you a Pierce pop. Oof. Stuck his finger in a woman's mouth. She threw up. She literally <laughs> went into the bathroom. Right through the bathroom vomiting. Yeah. Gosh, she did a mouth reveal. He put his finger in her mouth. Is that your first? That's your first. Yeah, that's, the, that's the number one mouth reveal. <laughs> well, fellas. Me, 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 me. <laughs> Guys, thank you very much for doing this again. Um, thank you all for listening. Listen, if you guys want to join the conversation, you can uh, contact us on uh, Twitter and Instagram at Young American Pod, and you can currently email us at Young Dito American. Abbott. <laughs> Young American Talk at gmail.com. But for real, if you want to leave us a review or uh, subscribe, we'd really appreciate it. Thank you guys so much. Let us know, uh, share your stories, and let us know if there's anything you'd like us to talk about or if there's any stories of yours that you want us to share. We'd really uh, be happy to do so. Smash that like button. <laughs> Smash, Smash it. it. Oh, yeah, for real. You you literally, I mean, we should tell people this. Just press subscribe, scroll down to the five-star rating, and just click that. If you want to leave that. What? It does help us. It does. Maybe leave us a nice happy B-Day, bro. Honestly, even give us a one star. If that's yeah. really how you feel, give us a, oh, give us something. Honestly, if, if you cut us up, I'll read it. I swear I will. Honestly, if you can just hit the five star or whatever star, give us one star and just put put happy B day, bro. We'll know that you've listened. Yes, <laughs> there you go. And the least liked podcast in Thailand. <laughs> Shout out Thailand. Shout out Thailand. So, Next week, the Falkland Islands. Odina Jack Talk Thai. Jack Talk oh. Thai. Very well. All right, y'all. Peace out. Holler. <laughs>